Welcome, one and all, to your Loki podcast by Fantastic Geek, the official, unofficial voice of the Marvel Cinematic Community. My name is Matt, and joining me from 1901 is old-timey Pete. Hello, Pete. Hello there, Matt. Hello, everybody. Here today to talk our official Season 2 preview of Loki. Matt, it's almost here. We are just days away. Uh, and can't wait to watch it with you and break down just the first show that's gotten a second season order from uh, Marvel Studios. Can't wait to dive on into that discussion. Do want to mention, just yesterday, we had our podcast for Lower Decks, episode 405. Can't believe we are halfway through the season there uh, and certainly had an enjoyable time making our way through... uh, what has been a very fun first half of the season. And no sooner are we halfway through that, we're nearly done with Ahsoka. Uh, It's season? It's a series? Don't know. Finale streams tomorrow night. Of course, we'll be podcasting that on Saturday, October 7th. Pete, one of the best parts of that Ahsoka podcast discussion earlier this past weekend was indeed wondering how how will this last episode end? Is it with a season two announcement like Loki? Does it take us to the next series? So that was a really fun uh, discussion to have had. Definitely want to encourage people to check that out if they haven't already. Uh, but bringing us to the Loki podcasting schedule here with some some dates on the move, as we are saying, uh, the long and the short of it is this, Pete. Here it is, Marvel Monday, as we preview the series uh, for Loki episode 201. That's also going to be on Marvel Monday, so that's October 9th when we're going to discuss that. Then... Uh, with Ahsoka starting to wrap up and so forth. Then stuff will shift to Marvel Saturdays. That's going to remain Marvel Saturdays for the run of Loki, starting with Loki Episode 2. So just to highlight that, Pete, because I know people love to get us uh, get us their feedback. Uh, Marvel Monday, October 9th for Loki Episode 201. And then the start and continuation of Marvel Saturdays on October 14th. That for Loki episode 202. Yes, and just in case you're unaware of the scheduling change, uh, Loki streams beginning on Thursday. That's October 5th at 9 p.m. Pacific time p.m. Uh, So make sure you're on top of that. Uh, You know, there are people who still think it's dropping at midnight Pacific or 3 a.m. their time or whatever it is. Um, But, yeah, we're going to do this twice this week with Ahsoka and with Loki. And I, for one, cannot wait to get back to what is a top tier offering, not just when it comes to Marvel Studios uh, TV, but to Marvel Studios in general, Matt, nay, maybe the MCU's great hope right now. And look, I don't think it's hyperbole to say Loki season two has resting on it, possibly the future of the MCU. And I don't even mean that in an in-story sense. I think of... <sighs> I think of how I think for many fans, their view of the MCU has deflated since Loki season one, uh, whether it's 
Secret Invasion, which I think for for many people came up short. Um, Hawkeye, which was fun to a point, but also, you know, too two talented normal people as opposed to superpowered people um, being the stars of that and so forth. Some of the movies that have had ups and downs, thinking of the Darren Cross Modoc CGI in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, things of that sort. I feel like my enthusiasm for the MCU has waned a bit. I'm no longer rushing to watch the movie multiple times when it hits Disney Plus, having seen it once or twice in the theaters already. And but wait, when are they going to make the behind the scenes thing? You know, and I think I think there's kind of been a cumulative slowing of that momentum. Loki season two can be the thing that reminds you how fun these stories can be, how wide ranging they can be. Thinking of season one with you know Loki copies a plenty, and at the end of time and seeding our next great villain and all you know things of of all this sort so i think there's a lot of pressure on this six episode storyline you know we might look back and say that's when the mcu started to get back on track well i mean we have the returning cast and obviously tom hiddleston you look at the roundness of his career in this character um you know and, and coming to the small screen and really fully rehabilitating uh, the character. And I know, you know, the jury's still out for season two, good, bad, and really at his, he's at his best in between. Uh, but getting more of him um, is, is just the trick uh, we, we're looking for at this point. I mean, from the moment we saw that, Loki will return in season two. We've been waiting and waiting and waiting and, you know, set uh, photos would materialize online on social media and, uh, you know, all sorts of things glimpsed out there. But, uh, you know, this is the people's champs here and uh, him and certainly, uh, you know, Owen Wilson as Mobius. And then you add in, you know, just the tremendous job that Sophia DiMartino did as Sylvie. Okay. And then our supporting cast past that, although still remains to be seen how much Gugu and Batha Raw may play into the series. And then you sprinkle in uh, Best Supporting Actor. Indeed, Pete. In the making, certainly by the time they were filming this season, the notion that Kihi Kwan's stock was rising, I think that was certainly well-known. Word doubtless getting out uh, about his, uh, you know, his role in uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. It's it's a great returning cast. It's a great, the you know, great new additions here. Um, again, starting with Kihi Kwan, we'll, we'll, we'll turn to that other actor who's joining the show and some of the complexities there in a moment, but who doesn't love Kihi Kwan right now and to get him, to get him back in a Disney property. Okay, fine. Indiana Jones was not a Disney property back when it was made, but to, to get him into this universe is a great get. Well, you say this universe, he's in many universes. <laughs> By way of the multiverse, you mean? Yeah, I mean, that he wins Best Supporting Actor for Everything Everywhere All at Once. And then, you know, what's your next project? A multiverse story in season two of Loki. 
here playing the character of Ouroboros, a.k.a. OB. Add to that, and you know, something that we've touched on in some of our... Uh some of our Loki updates and other podcast discussions. So Jonathan Majors playing Victor Timely, I think we're all aware of his acting prowess. Um, the His legal situation, uh, the allegations of an assault from the springtime, that is still up in the air. You and I both quite removed from the legal understandings and certainly a bit removed from the press coverage. It's weird that the trial keeps getting pushed back and pushed back. Sometimes it's the prosecution that has asked for it to be delayed and they get that request uh, granted. Sometimes it's been the defense. I can't get a read as someone who's just on the sidelines here reading deadline and Hollywood reporter coverage. I can't get a read if there's some sort of like, you know, like if you're, if you're a lawyer or if you're in the, you know, if you're uh, in the press covering legal stuff primarily, I, I certainly have not read, you know, this is indicative of thumbs up, thumbs down, whatever it might be. Surely from a, from a mere PR perspective, the fact that he's not mid trial is a benefit to the show. And that's not to take away from, uh, the claims of his former girlfriend of assault, and certainly he's got counterclaims that she assaulted him, she who's about a third of the size of him and all that, but whatever the truth with a capital T is, and whatever justice with a capital J is, um, that that remains to be seen, and within the world of this show, Jonathan Major is certainly quite a, quite a, you know, a, a presence on screen, and I think I, I, I think we're welcome to see what he brings, and I think that with us not having kind of legal baggage thus far with the situation, uh, it's kind of a bonus for the product, not to minimize it all to a product, but here we are nonetheless. As I understand it, he's in half of the episode run, um, and that complicating nature there, and then you add in the fact that you know his character is a variant, and we've had now, uh, you mentioned Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania before, you know, that we've had Kang proper show up. The cliffhanger that we left season one on, that uh, the timeline had been changed when Sylvie killed He Who Remains at the end of time. Loki went back and no one remembered him. Um, so being able to pick up off that... Um, in really the the Marvel Studios show that I've watched the most, and I mean, listen, it's it's nowhere as heavy as a Wandavision, particularly with the the treatise uh, that that offers on on grief. Um, but still, it, it's a fairly complex show, and for them to be the first one here to come back, I'm anxious to see like how much of a tone they even attempt to recapture. Do they make this its own thing as a second season? And again, considering how much got changed, you know, the, the character development that went along with that, this, you know, uh, budding friendship with uh, Mobius, um, what we've learned about his character. I mean, geez, Matt, you got to know to look for it, but, uh, when Loki jumps through time in the previews, he winds up at a uh, 
uh, a wave runner uh, dealership. If only, if only. Uh, that certainly fills me with new hope. Um, I do think there's something there's something to be said for the quality and the the reflection that both WandaVision and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier bring to their characters and their topics. And certainly, you know, the MCU does not always need to be just fun all the time. I do think that there is something... There's a, there's a fun, sweet spot that Loki Season 1 had that perhaps those other series did not have at all times. Again, in part because those series sometimes were doing, you know, actual heavy lifting to actually connect to real-world things that, that people go through and not kind of like, handsome Tom Hiddleston, I wish I had his problems and those abs. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's funny that that's kind of also two where there's I feel like there's the burden on this show deliver us six more episodes of dazzling twists and turns and hopping through time and you know and and at least at least the hopping through time we know they're going to do um, the fact that we do have this list of characters who in six or five or four or three or less episodes really did punch through the TV and make a connection with the audience in season one. Um, that's reassuring as well. Heck, Pete, I mean, I know we said this on one of the, the prior Loki previews, maybe when the first footage came out, to, to say, hey, they've uh, they've promoted Eugene Cordero, who played Casey. They've promoted him as a full member of the cast, so we're getting what uh, we're getting for the next, for the entire run of Loki, give or take. Um, yeah, for the entire run of Loki, we're getting two Eugene Cordero shows streaming concurrently on Thursdays. This is the best timeline that there is for Eugene Cordero, right? I mean, just, you know, run a Wendy's commercial on top of that. Of course, <laughs> he's, he's the voice uh, promotionally there. But I look back at this first season, Matt. I mean, the scale that they had to come out of uh, Endgame. Okay, and to spin Loki off, which we knew, you know, the grand plan that uh, Wanda and Vision, that uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that Loki would all get shows coming out of that. Okay, Uh, but the sheer scale of his, you know, throughout all of time. uh, And then you look at the pockets that this show operated out of. I mean, maybe my favorite all time marvel studios episode of tv that third uh episode of the first season lamentus where they're on the uh the planet that is getting rained uh you know asteroids upon um and then you know the way they had all the variants uh in the uh the fifth episode Okay, you had your classic Loki and you had your kid Loki and you had your alligator Loki uh, and all of that. And then into the final episode with, I mean, you see the writing on the wall now and we were so filled with anticipation at that point. And I knew that Majors was going to pop up there, but to have him pop up and then to have him, you know, uh, become kang obviously he had done the kang stuff first uh and then filled that filmed that role um but really really 
massive scope on that first season, and I expect nothing less out of this second season. It is astonishing just to look at that list of six episodes from the first season um, to think that that first episode needed, it essentially was kind of the Loki series pilot, not in that it was not just the first episode, but it kind of needed, it needed to take Loki from the first Avengers movie, which of course is at the point he was plucked out of the timeline and real quickly do a, we're going to have you watch footage from other Marvel movies to get you to quickly be the Loki that you were when you died at the beginning of Infinity War, you know, to, to do all the, that kind of story gymnastics to be like, and do we understand that this is now the guy that died and now he's, he's, he's the guy that you liked when you last liked him before he was earlier and you didn't like you know, all that stuff. Um, the mystery, the Sylvia's a variant. I mean, even the whole, it's neither hidden below the surface nor nor super highlighted but even just that notion of sylvie as the the gender variant and sylvie choosing her own perspective and her own way that she presents to other people and her own gender and things of that sort let alone as you said jonathan majors in the finale in this episode you know that finale what Jonathan Majors has, I know we timed it back at the time. It's like an 18 minute monologue, like in, oh, in fantastic. In, yeah. <laughs> in, in otherwise, you know, in a show where it's, it's powered people with hologram powers and time travel and, 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 you know, shooting laser beams and throwing daggers and whatnot. And we're just going to sit and listen to Jonathan Majors deliver a monologue. And it's, it's as enrapturing as anything else. All of that was in six episodes. So again, no pressure Loki season two on topping one of the best seasons with some of the best episodes in the MCU. Uh, yeah, make it happen. And then you add what we've seen so far about where we're going to catch up with Sylvie and, of course, the promotional arm with the whole as seen in, uh, you know, on, on TV, McDonald's thing here that she's going to be in the 70s and the 80s sometime working at mcdonald's cash register um you know i'm i'm here for that i'm i'm here for the interaction and i'm here for the awkwardness of that i would propose that possibly something to watch for although maybe not i don't know just as a if nothing else a little factoid the first season was shot in atlanta the second season was shot in the uk i think of how much of that first season is inside of unreal places even when we're on lamentous and things like that you don't sit and look at it and go oh yeah that clearly is the uh such and such you know nature preserve outside of atlanta um, it's all kind of soundstage kind of stuff, but it'll be interesting to see as we watch these episodes, does any of that show through? Uh, do, you know, do we sit and go, oh, I think that's that's the, you know, that's the eye in London that they're actually on that they've said is some spaceship or whatever it might be, but um, there's that to look, at, look out for as well. And I think the addition of Kihu Kwan as OB here, uh, thrusting the show forward. All right, Loki is uh, unintentionally jumping through time. We've got to fix that. We have this overarching 
mystery of what went on to change the timeline, what with Sylvie's actions. And then, you know, someplace we got left hanging was with uh, Ravona Renslayer uh, and what her character was up to. Yeah, I, I, I think of where these characters were left off. And, of course, we did not have the context at the time watching the season one finale, um, you know, watching it um, without the knowledge that we were going to get a, you know, Loki will return season two. But all these characters are at such interesting points and kind of suspended waiting for more story, which, of course, is the Marvel thing, um, because there's always the next, the next, the next. Um, and, of course, not for nothing, I, I know that they... The the final edited finale that we got was, of course, with the knowledge that there was going to be a season two placard at the end and all of that. But, um, yeah, kind of the, the, the want to see more from Renslayer and to see where she's at. It's just it runs through all these characters where I don't know. I, I, I can't wait to see can't wait to, to meet up with these characters who we haven't seen in two years, two and a quarter years. Um, but I'm uh, I'm certainly ready for it. If you're going to be somebody that is going to say that Marvel is struggling and, and needs a hit, this is the show that the doctor would probably order. Um, and then you consider where they are right now. Ms. Marvel comes out in November. We believe Echo uh, which has now been pushed from November. It was going to stream all at once. Uh, we'll now have a home in uh, January. Um, you know, that lot riding here. Uh, but again, in pretty good hands with the work that they've turned out before. Particularly, and again, to return to this theme of Loki season two, your only hope. If the word on the street is correct and echo is not very good and if they're gonna say and for the first time ever you get all the episodes dropped at once because it's a band-aid that needs to get pulled off okay that that will be what that will be we've had good mcu we've had some not so good mcu but in terms of what else has dates the now third titled agatha darkhold diaries um the the indication that's being held for halloween 2024 ironheart i guess is done undated daredevil born again not done will return to filming when there's when the actors have a uh have a contract my point is this that's all that's in the chamber right now which on the one hand it's not it's not nothing but after loki okay apparently we have what if season two maybe around christmas time but that's 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 always been of lesser oomph it being animated so it's echo agatha ironheart and daredevil daredevil's nowhere being ready to come out so that's echo agatha ironheart agatha as i said halloween next year halloween uh, you know 13 months away so echo and ironheart is what's going to come after loki and potentially before agatha 13 months from now loki better be darn good otherwise again there i feel like there's this potential of, of slowing down momentum even further well we knew that that was coming prior to the strike and i think the strike is going to exacerbate that all the more wouldn't be surprised if echo got pushed back even further uh all sorts of concern that maybe one of their episodes hasn't 
worked out or come together in post-production. So it might just get scrubbed and it might be one less episode when we see it. Um, but with Loki, a known commodity, they they need something to return to that people are familiar with that, uh, you know, we get the formula has worked before. And, uh, you know, of all the time to return to a show. Yeah, I think it's, it's serendipitous. That it works out this way. Well, certainly Pete looking forward to the show's return this Thursday, looking forward to discussing, uh, that first episode. And it is just one episode. I know, Disney Plus has been good to us lately, uh, Paramount Plus and so forth with double episodes, but Loki episode 201, looking forward to that discussion on Marvel Monday, so maybe get us your feedback, you know, we'll put up a poll, certainly Thursday night, but uh, maybe Friday, but you know, get us your get us your thoughts by, let's say, Sunday evening uh, at the latest, then looking forward to that, that faster turnaround, Loki episode 202. Uh, discussing it on Marvel Saturdays, October 14th. And from there, Pete, it'll just be off to the races to see what this uh, what this six-episode run can do. Yeah, really looking forward to talking about it with everybody. I mean, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard on... Uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. our time on um, Thursday. Uh, yeah, tweet... Uh, Get out there, talk about it. Pete, our whole Loki season outing from this point in time to the future, to the past, made possible by those who support us on patreon.com slash fantastic geek. And we give our thanks regardless of uh, whoever it is, he who is in charge. (laughs) Having recently just celebrated our 10th anniversary here, a little Google uh, Zoom, a, a gala affair, much like perhaps you might see uh, Loki and Mobius donning uh, the black tie, as it were. Um, we got together with some of our peeps there. It was a lot of fun. Put some uh, some special stuff up there on Patreon. So everybody who contributes to that gets access to that and all sorts of things like it. Can't contribute, though. Get yourself over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating, especially now with Season 2, for this podcast feed, for any of our 34, soon-to-be 35 podcast feeds. Pete, let's keep the Marvel conversation going. How can people be in touch with you on social media? You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Threads. You can find me now on Blue Sky Social at Peter, P-I-E-T-E-R-J-K-E-T-E-L-A-A-R, 12,650 plus followers across three platforms. Can't be wrong. And Pete, while I'm personally on Twitter, is looking back lost, do be in touch with the podcast comment on fantasticgeek.com. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, and threads where we are Fantastic Geek as well. But wait, Pete, there's more. Facebook.com slash Fantastic Geek, all one word with the P and the H, like it today. Can't wait to dive into these episodes on Thursdays. Looking forward to 201 on Marvel Monday, October 9th. Looking forward to Loki 202 and for the rest of the run on Marvel Saturdays starting on October 14th. With that, Pete, I will say adios to all the listeners and give you the final word. Talk to you soon.